You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome to another episode of the JCN Clinic Podcast Show. I'm Jessica. And I'm Carissa. And this week we are diving into the theme of men's health because it is Men's Health Week, as Carissa pointed out to me yesterday. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is too. And (laughs) it fitted in nicely with something that we actually wanted to talk about. So we want to dive into the men's health space today. We've talked about men's health a little bit in different areas. We did some um, deep diving into the gut space um, in another episode and uh, we've we've delved into it in different topics where it's come up. But today we wanted to break it apart more specifically and really focus on nutrition for men because there's so much that we talk about when it comes to nutrition and areas that can be uh, benefited with nutritional treatment that relate a lot to women. We obviously are a little bit more passionate about things like hormones and so forth, and it tends to be more the female space that we chat about. But today we want to like, okay, all right, let's shift gears and focus on you guys. Um, we do see a lot of males at the clinic which perhaps people don't realize and I think that's really important for guys who might be listening or for females listening who might be thinking about getting their men in their life to consider nutritional intervention and there's some areas that we see when it comes to men that are definitely more prominent than others so we thought we'd dive into those a little bit today too to give you guys some advice. And I think too, like just even in, in the boy space, like, and it's not, I'm trying, not, I'm not going to try and like not generalizing here, but I think like boys are, are more often than not a lot more chilled about things. Like there's probably like, and I think a lot of like, uh, like us women in our men's lives or just women in men's lives in general, whether it be our men's or our brothers or our fathers or just our mates that are all the boys, Like, we probably see a lot of things that, you know, we're probably like, oh, you really should get on top of that, whether it be like the gut health thing or, you know, maybe a bit of weight gain or just even just general eating patterns. The boys are just like, nah, she'll be right. Like, exactly. (laughs) It's kind of like they don't, it's probably a good thing. A lot of the time they're not, they don't sweat the small stuff as much. But then I think too, like, just with boys, especially sometimes as they age, there's definitely areas where, you know, nutrition and nutritional um, interventions can be so bloody useful for them just mm-hmm. for health and long-term health so for sure no that's I think you just highlighted a big key reason why we do see more women than men generally coming into this space is that guys stereotypically do tend to be a little bit more blase and I think you know with the nature of women is to be a bit more stressy about their health um, I think I've mentioned before one <laughs> of the nice. I was going to be like we're way more neurotic way more neurotic <laughs> I think the other thing, you know, as far as even just general aesthetics, um, as women, we 
tend to dress in a certain way where clothes are a little bit more fitting and tighter. And I think that even something as, as seemingly simple as that means that women are a bit more conscious about whether they're experiencing things like bloating, um, changes with their weight, whereas guys wear loose clothing and they may not even notice those sort of changes, which seems really trivial. But like, if you think about it, it makes sense. And I would, for one, would even mention that from moving to a colder environment now and wearing lots of layers, lots of jumpers and so forth, you just don't see your body as much or experience wearing fitted loose clothing. So you can, you can sort of see how guys living in that sort of space just may not be as in touch with what's changing um, with their body. And I think also for guys, it's that I hate all these stereotypes, but it is relatively true that for guys, if they're having gut issues and they're, they're doing like stinky farts or spending a lot of time in the toilet, they don't really care. It's kind of funny, right? Whereas yes. for women, they're like, oh my God, something's not right. Or they're more conscious of the fact of like, they need to pass wind at work and they're all like stressed about it. Whereas a guy's just going to be like, ha, who did that? That's funny. That I don't stinks. Think there's ever a, I don't think there's ever an age where guys don't laugh at their own farts. Like <laughs> I just don't think it, I don't think it'll ever happen. Like no matter how young or old they are, farts are funny and, and disgusting shits are funny and shit stories are hilarious. <laughs> like I don't know how many I've heard over the years. I'm just like, seriously, like you guys are still getting a kick out of this <laughs> in our house it's the squeaky floorboards or the frog the bullfrog don't go in that shed there's a frog in there (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) anyway so first we're going to talk about the nutritional pitfalls that we see that are are quite stereotypical Um, and then we want to dive into some of the health areas so when it comes to men's nutrition I think what we see is certain classes of occupations and certain eating behaviors that can happen with that and certain problems that are associated. And, and this is definitely still sweeping across the board. I'd say particularly in the office space, um, there's some sort of classic mistakes and inverted commas that everyone makes, but we will see men make that. But the other space that we're going to talk about is the, the tradie space where there's a lot of guys working more, um, than females, although it's changing, which is cool it's to see. It's definitely changing, which I think is really cool. <laughs> um, and to start with, I get with that space, I was even just asking Damien about it before. I said to him, do you want to come on and talk about the tradie space and what people eat? And he's like, it's been ages since I've been a tradie. But oh, you know, I live with one so I can kind of, you know, nail it in a nutshell, I reckon. <laughs> why don't you give us a rundown of what so the typical tradie intake is? I think the thing that I see, like, definitely, like, probably too, living, living and being with a tradie and now, like, obviously living with my brother. And it's different because my partner's in the office space. So, like, I can kind of even probably contrast the two. Mm. But... Um, so I definitely see like for the boys and girls in the tradie space, I think they get up bloody early, right? Like they're not starting an office job at eight o'clock like the rest of us. Like these, these guys and girls are on the road usually at 4.35 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. They rarely have breakfast. Like I know for my brother mm-hmm. and even when I was with Greg, like breakfast is just a non-thing unless yep. it's made for them. Yep. So it's usually a quick pit stop through um Slevin Slevin for a either a, a coffee what's Slevin I didn't know that <laughs> it's because you're not with a tradie anymore he's moved on to the <laughs> other side of the world <laughs> wow so that's something they got they call it Slevin. Um, anyway, <laughs> apparently so that so I know it's either it's either a coffee like literally just a coffee or um 
there's the other thing where, you know, it'll be like, I don't, like, I still think it definitely happens in the space. I think it's not as common now, like the whole pie sausage roll thing, mm. but I definitely think it still definitely does happen. Oh, so yeah. Pie, sausage roll, servo muffin, yeah. um, you know, that sort of stuff, and a coffee or either like an iced coffee packed full of sugar, right? Or so, an energy drink. The, or the energy drink. Oh, my yeah, God, yeah. Like I've slapped my brother out of that one, thank God. Like I would sometimes open up his his work you and then you just see those monster energy drinks or those mm-hmm. monster bees. I'm like, dude, this is like, you know, like 700 mils of just sugar and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same with kind of like the iced coffees and stuff like that as well. So. I think that's usually a, a, a typical kind of start to the day. So we've just got a shit ton of sugar or caffeine or both, mm-hmm. Some, sometimes food, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first meal of the day is usually smoko. So <laughs> I love it. I freaking love smoko. I remember like when I first started living with Trent, the girls in the clinic were laughing because Trent said to me something about, oh, yeah, what? because he was working in the city and he goes, um, he goes, oh, because he's literally working in Queen Street. He goes, I'll oh, come and visit you, mate, we'll, and we'll have we'll grab a bite to eat or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. He's like, yeah, what time do you girls do smoker? <laughs> I'm just like, don't do smoker, mate. <laughs> so smoker is usually like what, like probably I would say 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So I've asked Trent about this. I'm like, what time do you eat when you get to work? Because I'm always trying to shove food off with him. I'm like, I'll make you a smoothie. He's like, mate, I'm fine. I'll, I'll just get a coffee on the way to work. I'm fine. So they normally do that first stretch of the day usually with nothing or mm-hmm. what we've already talked about. Then there's smoko. So unless they have amazing girlfriends or they're very proactive mm-hmm. or um, they are health conscious, smoko is usually something that is either grabbed from a carvery, mm-hmm. um, grabbed from, you know, the closest like cafe carvery slash servo depending on where they're working. And I think the thing is with tradies is that there is, there's not really, unless they're on a job site for a long period of time, there's not that stability of knowing what's mm-hmm. around you in terms of food. It's just the closest thing that you yep. can get to that's going to feed the, feed the pie hole. <laughs> yeah, they'll just go for that yeah, drive and find it. Yeah, and they've usually probably got half an hour, 40 minutes because mm-hmm. let's face it, their job sites are usually pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So half an hour, 40 minutes to shovel something in and keep going and then realistically they probably don't eat again until they're on their way home. So mm-hmm. I know for my brother, like he'll normally knock off so anywhere between probably 3 and 5 o'clock and he comes home and he's freaking starving yeah. and it's just whatever he can exactly. palm into his face yeah. and then has a couple of has a couple of beers and then has a dinner has dinner and goes to bed. So mm-hmm. That's so classic. Like, it's like, so that's kind of, and I know when I was with Greg, it was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Unless I was making his food and sending him off with a smoothie in the morning, you know, and he would do that and making his lunch and then, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then, but still, like, I think that's kind of, they're, they're, the timing of their days are so different to ours for a start. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not that breakfast at a normal time, lunch at a normal time, have a mid afternoon snack and come home and have dinner. It's kind of like there's a massive stretch between Smoko and their next meal. And it, it can be anywhere from, maybe six to even seven hours, which is a long time to mm-hmm. go without food. Particularly but in a physical like, job. Especially in a physical mm. job, yeah, definitely. So, you know, and then it's just that classic three to four o'clock pitfall that we even see with women, right, that mm-hmm. if you haven't got your meals right throughout the day, you hit that three or four o'clock window and you are starving and it is honestly game on for whatever you can shove exactly, in your face. Exactly, which is so <laughs> common. And I think, you know, the biggest thing that we see from both sides from being with people in our own personal life who would live these types of lifestyle and then in clinic because we do have guys that come along who are living that lifestyle and they're starting to have issues and they're starting to see there's a connection or they've been told by a concerned partner go and get your food sorted 
is that probably the biggest thing these guys are starting to suffer quite chronically with is energy issues. I know when I've had guys come that are eating in this way, they have severe energy issues and it's starting to definitely affect their mood, which is probably half the reason why their partners have just begged them to go and get it sorted because they're up and down, dropping up and down all day with these sugar ups and and downs because of the fact that they're not eating whole foods and macro balanced meals, particularly, as you said, at the start of the day, they're pretty much riding on sugar and caffeine. So they're, they're having these crazy ups and downs, let alone what that's doing with their insulin levels throughout the day, which would make, of course, Chris's head spin because <laughs> she don't like no unhealthy insulin patterns. <laughs> but, you know, as far as the symptomology, usually they have horrible, yeah, horrible energy mood all over the place and what starts to happen as they get older which is something we'll talk about today is that their body can't deal with this influx of high sugars all the time and the the sort of inverted commas sort of junk food high processed foods and they start to put on weight um, a lot of them also classically might knock off around three or four and head to the gym with their mates and they're wanting to like get buff and they're finding that they're just not getting results either. So that I think is another reason they might end up at the clinic because from a pure vanity point of view, they want to like put on the muscle mass like their mates and they feel like, you know, it's just like, well, I'm hitting the gym, I'm pushing out these big weights and, you know, my muscles aren't getting any bigger and I can't move this fat that's sitting around my midsection. Like what's going on? I would say they're sort of the things that we tend to see as a classic symptom picture. And do you agree? I agree a hundred percent. And I think too, like guys are like girls or like we're similar in the sense that what we got away with in our 20s, we won't get away with in our 30s and we'll definitely start showing in our 40s and our 50s. So mm-hmm. I know for guys in their 20s and for a lot of girls, it's the same. I think girls definitely get a big estrogen shift a bit before the 30s happen. But like guys definitely, you know, most guys in their 20s to 30s um, who are physically active, most, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be through their job or be through that some sort of training that they're doing, they maintain a pretty good physique without having to put mm-hmm. too much freaking effort in. And yeah. it drives us women insane. But it's <laughs> guys you just do all right and then then boys start to get into their 30s and I can I even know with my brother now like I can see his energy Mm. levels like he's tired when he mind you he works massive days and stuff like that as well but I even know like yeah just obviously being with Greg through his 20s and 30s I watched that whole transition of just, yeah, mm. into the 30s, like that little pot belly starts to happen. Yep. Um, Trent's, Trent's, my brother's definitely not there. Like he's, he's still pretty lean and pretty fit. But I would definitely say like I'm starting to see the tiredness in him, like yep. just from working the big days and having those sugar dumps in the morning and mm. all that kind of stuff. And then um, and then like I look at my partner now who's in his 40s and he, you know, we've done so much work in the couple of years we've been together just with the nutrition stuff and him just being more inquisitive because he is in his 40s now and he wants to know about this mm. kind of stuff because yeah he doesn't lose weight the same way he did in his 30s and you know all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so I think guys need to be very aware that um, same as girls that it does change and it does catch up with you you know as as you age and yeah and it is it's like what you would have been able to do in your 20s when you go to the gym and just lean up at the yes. top of a hat you, you get to your 35s you know 35s and into your 45s and 50s and yeah that shit just doesn't happen as easily and that's because we've got all this metabolic stuff going on in your food and nutrition really needs to be on mm-hmm. point so so true and as you mentioned we're seeing shifts with potentially estrogen patterns with men the other thing that we may be seeing too is testosterone dropping Drops. so yep. often when we're even testing in this space with men and I know you 
you do probably a little bit more of this than me because of your passion for the hormone space. But I know even with some of my guys with Dutch testing, you can see a pattern where their estrogen yep. is getting up quite high and yep. their androgens, particularly their testosterone, is low yep. um, or on the lower end. Even I've seen that with some of my clients in just general blood work, like enough of a yep. enough of a suggestion that te- testosterone alone is yep. is quite low. And, you know, once you start seeing those patterns with hormones, fundamentally you definitely going to start seeing these these guys experiencing symptoms of that where you get that classic um weight around the midsection not shifting um of course we yeah the classic man boobs that guys will joke about but of course no guy really wants 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 man boob situation (laughs) (laughs) and i think the thing too that's probably worth mentioning is is for boys testosterone will naturally decline with age that is that is just a normal thing however what we're exposed to as women and men these days from an estrogen point of view is completely different to what, you know, we were potentially exposed to, you know, 60 to 80 years ago. So naturally like we, men will potentially become more estrogenic with age if they, if they do become more sedentary in their jobs, if they are eating more like um, processed carbohydrate rich diet, like all of that stuff can be insulin and um, estrogen. um, What we say like, messing with that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. but even too from an exposure point of view we're so exposed to like xenoestrogens like girls and guys so that also that also plays with men's hormones a lot and I think that's a really classic thing that is overlooked like men will always be you know definitely classed as insulin resistance if they if they've got that you know that spare tire around their gut and they're starting to get the man boobs and they're carrying that little bit of weight you know that central sort of cortisol tire or whatever we want to call it but it's always blamed on insulin, I think, from mm-hmm. the orthodox medical sort of world. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, you know, insulin, if it's if you're insulin resistant or you're setting yourself up for type 2 diabetes by carrying this extra bit of weight, mm-hmm. then, you know, you've got the potential to be at, you know, higher risk for cardio, cardiovascular disease and all that kind of stuff. But we also really need to understand the role that estrogen is playing in that as well. So guys that are coming home and having, you know, those, those, those couple of beers every afternoon or those couple of rums all the time and probably drinking a lot of coffee throughout the day, like let's talk about office workers and their freaking coffee consumption like <laughs> do you know what I mean like coffee will drive up estrogen if you're not metabolizing it properly or if you if you are more estrogenic as a male and a female um you know if you are having drinks every single afternoon and then more drinks on the weekend you've got insulin estrogen issues that is going to drive it up mm-hmm. so for sure yeah, and I think you know that's a really important point with the well, two things you mentioned there but particularly the alcohol because it's so classically falls I think probably heavier into this space as as far as males consuming alcohol, probably more on a daily basis and then into the weekend, like that classic get home, raid the cupboard, have a couple of drinks, which often can turn into easier six pack of whatever it is for guys like that influence of alcohol onto disruption. Yeah, exactly. And then that flow through onto what's happening with hormones is, is a really, really a common scenario, um, let alone just the the fact that it's a, just another high, super high calorie intake where we've got guys essentially in this sort of fasted state all day and then they're getting home, being sedentary on the couch and consuming a huge amount of calories and sugars and processed foods, which certainly doesn't help the picture if they're already in a state where they're more inclined to be storing fat and their insulin is quite disrupted. And then on top of that, <laughs> they're eating this type of food and drinking all of this sugar 
Um, it's yeah. just like another layer as far as disruption and and, f- and just literally fat gain. And then let's and then let's be honest too. You're you're probably then most boys are then probably much more likely to overeat at dinner time too because yeah. they come home, they have their big binge, they have a couple of drinks, like maybe let's just say you know four beers or six beers, whatever it is. And then cook dinner, you know. Mm-hmm. So most most men are family men, or like you know they're you know they're cooking with their partner. So dinners are usually a thing most nights. It makes and then they have a big dinner meal as well. So let's just say it's you know meat and veggies and potatoes or a roast and you know especially if it's a family meal, it's more likely going to be meat and veggies and some carbs of some kind. Mm-hmm. So then it's kind of like this condensed space of just high calorie yeah. consumption. Yeah. Um, and then back into a fasted state and repeat the process. So that's not intermittent fasting for. <laughs> office space too and um i think that's important and there's probably more of a correlation between just general female and male habits here but as you said i think a lot of males are getting up probably similar fact that people are rushing out the door often not having breakfast grabbing coffees on the way some people might be picking up breakfast on the way but that's oh god geez that varies doesn't it from like grabbing a muffin to some toast with some basic spreads or maybe something fast essentially it's going to be fast food highly refined carbohydrate and then just into the day and usually what we see is a coffee fueled morning right through to a late lunch, often skipping lunch, I would say too. So we're seeing a same pattern where people are pretty much riding coffee throughout the day. It's almost like a set of energy drinks that goes to coffee. Um, yeah, it's like it's like coffee's like the the office the office man's energy drink. Like yeah. you know, like tradies are like, we'll just have an energy drink in a can. The office good boys like, we'll have our latte. Like, <laughs> exactly, the shit, guys. <laughs> They're hanging around out the front of the coffee stores. Just getting their drinks. Um, if people are having lunch, if um, I would say generally they're they're buying. I think what we're seeing in this space with with office workers, particularly with males, there tends to be more of just buying because it's more readily available. So they're going to have more options than the typical tradie, but they do tend to uh, really gravitate to sort of similar things that are close by, easy to grab. There's, I, I find there's a lot of sushi. There's a lot of people who just like sushi's healthy and it's just, it's a whole other story as far like, as like Indian like style meals and rice, yeah, like, you know, yeah. like just curries and rice or yeah. um, Vietnamese noodle dishes. I think we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Like they're, they're health, they're healthier than grabbing a pie or like a, a pork, a pig dog roll, or you know, like pork and gravy rolls. Like, don't get me wrong, but so like when I first got together with Mick, like what I noticed he would do, like obviously he's he's in like the the tradie environment, but he's mm. not on the tools. So he's in the office space, so probably very similar yep. to like what Damien was doing, right? So they're not they're not on the tools anymore. They're in that office space, and you know, like. He would just, same thing, like he would train in the morning because he's got time to do mm-hmm. it, whereas the tradies don't because the tradies are straight up into their job. So he's, he'll still go and exercise in the morning, but he'll have a coffee, have like, or he would, have like. Um, <laughs> until you got involved. Like, <laughs> until I got my bloody 
claws into him. Um, pre-train, like holy shit balls, oh, yes. like pre-trained coffee and then would literally probably maybe have a piece of toast, ride that throughout the day, like live on caffeine and then they, all the boys would go out for – they all go out for office lunches but the mm-hmm. office lunches is like, yeah, like Vietnamese or mm-hmm. uh, there's some really nice carveries and stuff around the place but it is – it's like a steak and salad sandwich. So, you know, like it's not – you know, and so it's just kind of like that thing and then they go back to work and then, yeah, come home. I think we probably, yeah, eat and then just have dinner. Or sometimes, I know Mick, because he lived on his own, would just not even have dinner sometimes. Mm. So he'd come home, have a couple of rums and have a bag of cheesels and go to bed. He's yeah. going to kill me if he ever listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but do you know what I mean? I'm like, so like the biggest meal of the day might have been lunch, but yes. that's only because obviously like he's not living with a wife and kids and all that. So it's not that big sit down, you know, meal yeah. or anything at the end of the day. But essentially it's it's very similar it's like just that whole let's just live on caffeine yes you know and just wire ourselves and I think the thing is too like because and especially when I was working as a barista what I would see with a lot of the office dudes is that they would they don't get little coffees like they don't get them mm. like they get those bloody 16 ounces that have got three or four shots of coffee in them are essentially half a liter of freaking milk yep. no wonder they're full and then they come back two or three hours later and get the same thing so they're having yep. six shots of coffee probably a liter of milk and just surviving on that until two o'clock oh, in the afternoon oh die <laughs> I think um, the other thing you would literally die with a liter of milk like you die. actually would die let alone the caffeine the <laughs> other the thing caffeine. you just pointed out too which is definitely a good one to highlight (laughs) could you imagine i reckon that you pretty much just should just dig me a grave if i ever did that i'd be gone (laughs) exactly What you just talked about too is that, again, that workout space. So guys might be getting up and and getting a workout in. A lot of guys besides the coffee are using those pre-workout mixes. So on top of the caffeine that they're consuming, they're doing these like caffeinated pre-workout powders. And then after that, the other thing that a lot of these guys might be doing is chugging down like a protein shake with God knows what else is loaded into it. Because most guys, they're not going to go for just just standard protein drink. Like they're going to go for the muscle mass gain. And it's like, let's throw in extra of the creatine and this and that. And I just, there's so much overconsumption of these stimulating amino acids and other compounds that are used in this space where you know I've worked with guys where just even pairing that back alone and like ridiculous amounts of extra branch chain amino acids are being consumed um just really getting in and pairing that back and teaching them how to use food instead pre and post workout is is just absolute game changers so it is definitely another area that I think guys tend to fall into traps around more than women. Women don't tend to use as much of that yeah. that sort of I, product space. And I think the really cool thing and the thing that I I'm like I think all of us girls are a bit jealous with with the boys is that you get that stuff right for them, especially just around their training, like what you're talking yes. about. And even just the tradey thing, like you get them, especially like, you know, if they're starting to put on a bit of weight, boys will just lean up so quickly yep. if you get their food right. Stop pissing their quarters all off by starving them all day and throwing the insulin out of whack. 
get that stuff right and they do like you get them the energy bounces back yeah. really quickly they start building the muscle they wanted to build they lose that little insulin estrogen belly quite quickly mm-hmm. and it's literally just a matter of like exactly what you said just teaching them to eat properly around their day and their yeah. training and it's like you see them in four to six weeks, hey, or four weeks, and yeah. they're like, hey, I'm feeling much better. And you see them in like six to eight weeks, and they're like, yeah, I'm leaning out. You see them in three months, and you're like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the reasons why we actually really love these types of clients at the JCN Clinic. Like, we really do love it when you guys come along and need help in this area because it's such a breath of fresh air for us because it's so black and white. And you guys usually don't have a lot of emotional baggage around all of this. It's just teaching you this foundational information and you just respond so well and for us it's like a breath of fresh air (laughs) and we really love seeing these even quicker results as Chris had just said you know we look like within it's realistically eight to twelve weeks we're just like what the hell like we should have taken a before shot because (laughs) yeah exactly whereas for all of us estrogenic women that are trying to do that there's a bit more of a slog ahead of you exactly (laughs) so let's um Let's talk about, we've, we've highlighted a lot of these pitfall areas. Let's talk a little bit about what we would generally do to support guys in this space. And remembering, as we always try and drum into everyone's minds, that this is very individualized and we can give a bit of a broad brush stroke of, of what can be beneficial. But as we do, when we work with guys individually, we look at what their individual situation is because everyone will have different variables from foods that they like and dislike maybe to their own issues with certain foods from an intolerance point of view, right through to whether they've got a family to support them with maybe creating meals and um, putting yeah. these things together. So it's it's very, it fluctuates from person to person, but there's definitely some foundational stuff that we, yeah. um, we would do. So I think first and foremost – the most obvious to us is the morning and the fact that nothing is being consumed. So we usually like to, as I think you heard Carissa say, she's trying to shove it her brother as he's out the door. We really (laughs) like to try and get you to have something in the morning that's macronutrient balanced to get your metabolism started, supported and support your insulin and cortisol levels as a result of this. So really I think one of the things that you mentioned which I know I used to do with Damien was smoothies can be an absolute godsend and I think there's something that we can teach guys to make themselves with some basic ingredients um the other thing that we can do and I do with my some of my guys is just teach them how to put together the basic ingredients even the night before so all they've got to do in the morning is get up throw in the liquid portion, hit blend, put it in something that they can go out the door with. And the goal is to have that all consumed before they actually get into work um, and like start the day. And one of the common things that I would always have, like I know a lot of guys say or a lot of like partners say of the guys is, okay, we've got kids, we can't start blenders at 4.30 a.m. in the morning when the boys are leaving. So guys, girls, make it the night before. I used to do this for Greg and I would literally, and I'm trying to get trained to talk. It's like he's saying, do you want a smoothie, mate? But, you know, he's only here a couple mornings a week anyway. So, but I'm like, do you want a a smoothie, mate? Like for Greg, I would literally make it the night before and have it in a jar. And so it stops them stopping at the servo to get something because if they've literally got something that has got a good hit of protein in it I used to like literally like put a a teaspoon of instant coffee into it do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so I would go banana milk protein powder 
um, some yogurt and a bit of honey and um, a teaspoon of instant coffee and a bit of peanut butter. And that yep. was just like a, it was like a chopped peanut butter, no, yep. a bit of cacao, like chopped peanut butter, coffee, smoothie thing. Yep. And it, if that's all that um, they have from then until smoko, that's still four or five hours, something to just it's set huge, that insulin yeah. from the get-go instead of this big caffeine and sugar hit. And that's so much better. So, and I think the important thing you just highlighted there too is that we're kind of picking flavors that are easy, simple, people like. We're not talking about getting up and making all the night before smoothie. some crazy. Yeah, like this is where individualized plans are so important. Um, thinking that you've got to go from doing nothing to making some ridiculous green smoothie situation, if that's this is all new to you, is not what we're talking about. But we are talking about how can we get some protein, some good fats, and some carbohydrates into you to start the day. And I would do yeah. the same in the old days with Damien, depending that might be made the night before or if we're both up, it might be made in the morning. I can see there's a pattern here that you're making things and I'm making I'm things. <laughs> it's so classic. But I know with some of my guys what they'll do is they'll put, put the ingredients, like all the chopped up ingredients, they'll put them into little bags or frozen, and then in the morning they've just got to pull that out, throw it in the blender, um, and add whatever their sort of liquid is and it's good to go. And there's there's some of my guys that live on their own, whereas others yeah. may do the, the night before thing. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that's just one example, but it's probably our most common one I think that works for guys. And The other thing, the other thing I was yeah. going to say too that I also used to like pack and I, and I know I got Mick on too because he, he's super proactive. Like he will just make his own smoothie. As soon as I said that we've got to knock this – um, pre-workout shit on the head and yep. just get you having a proper smoothie after your training and not living in coffee through to lunchtime or thereabouts. He would make his own smoothie, but then too, like, just like um, for the office guys, like that have that time, you know, just chuck some bread in your bloody office space and have a piece of toast with some avocado on it or boiled eggs, like yep. just having shelled boiled eggs, just something they can physically, tangibly eat as well as a smoothie to keep them going. Like, yep. And something we teach our clients, females and males, is – just to treat that workspace more in that office space usually, but depending on your your sort of space, even as a tradie, if you've got like a set space maybe for months on end because often you're working at the same site, mm. but essentially to treat that space like a second kitchen slash fridge. And a lot of people, it might seem logical, but a lot of a lot of guys don't even think about this, the fact that like, oh, yeah, I could essentially do a little mini shop and bring that in with me on a Monday so when I come into work, I can actually grab some of that bread and put in the toaster with a smashed egg on top or whatever sort of things that I have kicking yep. about, like really basic stuff, like a couple of cans of fish. Like there's so many just basic start, um, ingredients and so forth yeah. that you can keep at work, which means that if you do have a hectic morning and you're just you, particularly with families and you've just got to get out the door, that at least when you get to work, you can use those ingredients to put something together. And I think the good thing too is that I do think gen, gen, genuine, gen, generally, <laughs> God, it's Friday, that I do think men want to be healthier too. Like there's, a, there's I know yeah. like even with Mick, like as soon as I started giving him this information, he was just like so welcoming of yeah. it. It's just that he didn't know any different because no one's ever like, you know, just explained how simple it can be. And I even know with my brother, like they'll go out and buy lunch. But if I'm just like, hey, man, I'm chucking this lunch together. Like it's, I'm just, you know, mm. it might be like a couple of sausages that we've cooked and I'll chuck some mashed potato and some veggies. And I'm like, do you have a microwave? He's like, yeah, mate, awesome. 
awesome. It yeah. doesn't have to be fancy. Like it can no. literally be bangers and mash with some veggies, but it's still yeah. something home cooked. It's macro balance that they can have at Smoko. Like just work out kind of what's going on here. Like what Jess was saying in that kitchen and office kitchen or office space, whether it be on a job site or be in an office. Cause I do think like there are like, it's definitely becoming more of a thing that men want to be healthier these days. It's just yeah. giving them like the, I guess like the ideas or, and even exactly. just like, yeah. And it's, I think like, you know, maybe 10 years ago, like when guys were trying to get healthier, it'd be like, Oh, you've been healthy, mate. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. each other shit. Whereas now I think there's a lot of them and even tradies on jobs, like, like they, they do give a shit about their health mm-hmm. and they do want to make better options. Like I think the whole meat pie and sauce thing is, you know, maybe more our, our dad's ears and that's yeah. starting to phase out. Cause I know, even like like when I see sometimes like what well, the boys will eat on their lunch break, they'll go and get a ham and salad wrap yeah. from the carvery or a ham and salad sandwich. So they they are genuinely trying. It's just yeah. I'd say the other massive thing in this area, which is easy for um, perhaps listeners to overlook if they're a bit more savvy about health, is that a lot of people just fundamentally don't have the education, particularly particularly guys. So even just being taught by a practitioner or nutritionist about what your macronutrients are and how to put them together is an absolute game changer. So if we can teach them what they need to put into a smoothie, for instance, but also if often they've got leftovers at dinner, which is the most easiest thing, thing and they can put that, as Chrissa just said, into a container, into an esky, take it to work, but they know what ingredients to put in there. So if they, if they have, some leftover veggies from dinner, they know that, okay, I need protein with that too. So what can I grab? I'll grab a a tin of fish to take with me or I'll grab a couple of boiled eggs. If you don't know that, you're not going to do that. It's as simple as that. You'll just take the leftover veggies um, or you go and buy something because you don't fundamentally understand that those things are better. It's actually teaching guys, uh, again, in this space, why nutrition is important it's actually yeah. really absolute foundational stuff and when they get it you, you just see it they're like oh okay yeah. right yeah that's what i need together i need these three things in my meal and yep. the reason i need to do it is because of this and this and this you give it to them they do it they, do they come it. back they're like holy shit i feel so much better and i haven't got my face in the fridge at five o'clock oh, eating everything in sight like yep this is amazing. You're amazing. And really all we've done is just given them education. So I find that really amazing and empowering. Yeah. I think it's great. Like I do. And I just think like it does. And I think it really comes back to two, like, you know, like, like what I'm with Mick and like just even his office space. Like he, he actually said, Lex and I were actually laughing about this the other day because he'll actually send me like trophy photos to prove that he's, he's like, you know, (laughs) of his lunches. (laughs) And stuff like that. It's hilarious. I'm like, yes, babe, I'm glad you got it. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's just like, it's to us, it's such basic knowledge, but if they just like people just don't know. And this is guys and girls included, but for guys, it, it doesn't have to be anything fancy schmancy. It can literally be the right amount of complex carbohydrate for the type of job that they're doing. If they're physical, they need complex carbohydrates and way more than a dude who's sitting on his ass in an office, yeah. chipping away at his computer. So the carbohydrate thing will be different the protein thing may be quite similar um and then just literally how to put that together in an office space or in a trading environment and just make it simple or make it up from leftovers what to have in a little esky if you're a trader mm. on a job site like if you do get stuff like carmen's muesli bars boiled eggs tins of tuna like there's all these little things like tips and tricks that we can and as soon as you give people those tools yeah. they're just like shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Exactly. Just a basic list of those more whole food options to throw into an esky. Some guys yeah. don't even have an esky, which blows my mind. Like sometimes our consultations with guys are actually teaching them to go and buy a good esky. I know I've yeah, literally had tradies that just don't have a bloody esky. It's like, yeah. get an esky. You're going on to these places where you can't, but they're literally because they go to a job site and there's nowhere around to buy food, they'll just not eat all day. And it's yeah. just like, buy an esky, put this yeah. in your esky. It's just, it's yeah. really basic, but it absolutely yeah. changes things. Um, Even the hydration thing I find interesting with boys, true, like yeah. switching them off, like especially for the tradie boys, not the office boys, but all of our tradie boys out there on job site, especially in freaking summer, in all of the, you know, the, the high-vis shit they have to wear now, yeah. there's long pants, long sleeve shirts because everything's so bloody safety, safety. Okay, don't want to get angry at me for that, but bloody hell, some of the stuff's over the top. But anyway, um, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> two blokes to hold the ladder, one to climb it, one to bloody make notes about it. Anyway, but <laughs> we, we renovate houses in thongs or no sh or no shoes at all at our house. My dad just nearly had a heart attack when he sees Damien. <laughs> I've got photos of Greg up a ladder hanging off an avocado tree, lobbing trees out in thongs with a chainsaw and no shirt. I'm like, <laughs> no fucking safety there, mate. Anyway, so we're just, just growing up in different environments, I guess. But, um, so, but like, um, just the hydration side of it, like there's so many boys mm. out there, like, and they are, they're drinking water or they're drinking soft drinks full of sugar and stuff like that. All those, um, and not energy drinks. So like the, um, power aids and stuff that yeah. packed full of sugar and yes, you're getting your electrolytes boys. That is good. I'm so glad you've chosen to do that because you do need it, but you're also getting 50 grams of sugar. Yeah. Just giving, just taking that sugar away. So you're getting those sugar dumps and getting them onto the hydrolyte effervescent tablets and putting one of those or two of those in your water every day while you're out there. Yeah. Sweating your balls off on those job sites. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm with a trainee. Oh yes. Greg <laughs> started talking to me about Chase the other day. I'm like, mate, too far. <laughs> too, too far. far. We're brother and sister. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's like when I start trying to talk to Damien about periods. He's just like, nah, don't want to know. Don't want to know. <laughs> the other day too like he was like in a real funk of a mood or something he just disappeared like this is probably really topical for us so it's great but he just came, comes up at that comes out about 20 minutes later i'm like you're right he goes oh so much better i'm like why what what he goes just had a life-changing shit well actually that's the, that's a good little segue for the last thing i wanted to mention <laughs> is we brought up about guys and their gut health so really i think the best thing if you want to know more about guys and gut health is we recorded an episode it was episode 42 and it was called gut health brings all the boys to the yard because at the time i just thought that was the best topic ever maybe in hindsight not but, <laughs> i think i was just shaking my head <laughs> but what we did is we had damien my husband and emma's husband brandon on and we spoke a lot more in depth with them about gut health for guys and their own experience we talked a lot about testing so it's a whole nother area um i mean really it's same same we're talking about microbiomes and so forth here it's not like there's female and male microbiomes but it is something that we went into we definitely would have talked about the hormonal aspects as well related to that so if you want to know more if you're a guy um or you've got a guy in your life that you're just like oh i want to know more about the gut stuff for guys go and listen to that episode and i'll put it in the show notes i really really will i always say that and then i forget but i will put it in the show notes <laughs> i will remember <laughs> 
But other than that, I'm I'm hoping what we've done today is really highlighted the main areas where guys tend to go wrong. Um, and then consequently given you some good guidance around how you can make changes and the, the really profound changes that can be made actually quite simply by putting in these foundational, um, nutritional, well, what's the better word again? Changes, <laughs> dietary <laughs> interventions. <laughs> By applying these dietary interventions, it's it's really quite profound. And as Carissa highlighted, change happens really quickly for guys, which is wonderful. A little frustrating for us women, but you know, <laughs> if you're a guy, I just cannot recommend enough just getting some knowledge and some education in this area because it's just so invaluable. And the other thing I was going to say too, one of the feedback that I have had from a lot of my female clients that have sent their partners or brothers or sons along, like mums that have sent their sons along too, is that I think they come into the nutritional consultation with this, oh God, I'm just going to be told what to do and this is going to be such a clinical sterile space and yeah. all of that. But if there are any guys listening or any partners of guys listening that you kind of feel like your partner would be your fella or your brother or your dad would be apprehensive about that. Like we are such easygoing girls in the clinic. Like mm-hmm. we have a laugh. We make this stuff fun. Like we're not we're not here to lecture the boys at all. No. Um, well, we're not here to lecture anyone. Like we're just here to, you know, make things work for you in your life. And I do think like the, the guys have a lot get like a lot of guys leave the, like the consultations where they come in with their partners or come in with their mums and they're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but exactly. they get to go away with like all of this information. And yeah, it does. Like I know I've had a few guys that I'm just like, oh, I don't know if they'll come back, but then they come back on their own without yeah. their mum or without their partner. And they, they, they're actually like, yeah, I did all this and it did, you know, so that I think it can be a bit daunting for guys to go and chat to a female about their health, you know, because mm-hmm. they don't know whether what, whether they're going to get this kind of attack launched on them for not doing stuff right or whether it's going to be like this real just clinical sterile space where they're going to be really like kind of nervous and I just think it's really important to highlight that no matter who you see in the clinic like it's it's just a fun space like we will Mm -hmm. make give you the tips and tricks to make this work for you guys on your job sites whether you're doing that or you're in an office or whatever but we're not here to bloody drill you about all the shitty choices that you make and we're just here to make this work for you so you can just get some the best out of your health and and your day so yeah perfectly said perfectly said yeah and there will be a bit of shit talk and all of that but hey like exactly yeah sometimes that can scare guys i think having the poo talks with a female but but remember we talk about it every day yeah and a lot of times too you can just tell if you just want to brush her over that yeah no everything's fine okay (laughs) (laughs) whereas girls will be like no well you know the other day i did this and boys are just like nah nah all good Uh, so if you guys listening guys and girls but if you have anyone that you think might benefit from diving into this area you know you can contact us at jcn clinic you can direct message us through our socials too if it's brought up some areas and you've just got a bit more questions um you can dm myself chris or any of the jcn team just hit us up always here and As I always say too, please share this episode. We love seeing you share it on your socials. Just tag us in. And if you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, that would be wonderful because it's helping people find the JCN Clinic podcast show more. So we really appreciate it when you do that. The more the merrier. Yeah. 
But otherwise, um, thank you so much for listening. And we hope (laughs) – yes, guys and girls. I usually say guys as a generalisation, but then I'm like, oh, we better say and girls this time. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you have a super-duper weekend ahead, ahead, and um, we'll chat to you soon. Chat to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.